0: What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. It is week nine in the NFL. You have found the lines Power Rankings Debate, audio only, podcast special, Discord exclusive. Joining me is Matt Brown and Brett Gibbons. This is Steven Andress, and we're going to go through our power rankings so far this week. All eight of our rankers haven't uh, locked in their top 32 yet, but. Uh, We have enough here where we can have some arguments, try and figure out what's going on here in the NFL, try and figure out who's actually good outside the top three teams of the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs. As a reminder, this exercise each and every week starts fresh. It is not a look at futures and who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. The exercise is simple, who we would rank as favored on a neutral field for this week only. And that's going to lead to some arguments today, I think. It should be fun. For starters, we each have the same top four teams, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the 49ers. Maybe one of us flip-flop here or there on the Chiefs and the Eagles, but those are the top four that we have, and then we have a bit of a difference on the fifth team. Brett and I have the Ravens. Matt, you still have the Cincinnati Bengals at number five, despite them losing Jamar Chase for at least, it's, it appears, the next month. Why are you keeping them there?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, if there's a team that can withstand Chase being out, it's certainly the Bengals team. I mean, if you look at their receivers, T. Higgins would be a number one on half the teams in the league. Tyler Boyd would be a number two on 25 plus of the teams in the league. And they're just going to have to slide up and, and, you know, take on a little bit bigger of a role here. But I'm not saying that it is not a... A hit on the Bengals. It certainly is, but let's just look at the rest of the league, right? I mean, like, who are we really thinking is a better team than them at this point? I mean, I know you guys have the Ravens ahead of them. The Ravens are kind of the walking wounded right now. They lose even more people uh, this past week, and if you look, I mean, it's just the defensive side of the ball hasn't shown up really all season long, and they're basically on the offensive side just having to outscore people each week, and if they're going to have to do that without a couple of their, you know, key playmakers and stuff like that. I mean, I think honestly, if if we're talking about who we would have favored on a neutral field, I'd have them below Cincinnati, I'd have them below Minnesota. That's it. I mean, listen, they still have to be in the top 7 or 8. I mean, it's just because of the nature of the way that the NFL's played out so far this year. So, it's not like I have them incredibly penalized or anything like that. It's just, you know, the one constant of the of, you know, the four units if we're comparing the Ravens and the Bengals is The Bengals defense has shown up every single week, and their Bengals defense is actually really, really good. And so there's at least one thing we can point to that's been shown up each and every week out of those two teams.
0: Yeah, for the most part, the three of us all have the same teams in the top eight, maybe some minor differences here and there. I think after that, from nine down is when it really gets tough. And we had conversations with our director, Brett Colson, about how— you know, basically 9 to 20, you know, you could put in whatever order you want, and there was not going to be crazy arguments. But uh, Gibbons, you have a couple of teams in here that we have a bone to pick with you on. And the first is the Seattle Seahawks, which you still rank as 20th. The other four of us have them between between 10 and 12 at this point. Why no love for Seattle, man? Haven't they done enough for you?
2: (laughs) I I just... mm. (laughs) <laughs> I hate this. Like, like, like we said, it's between nine and twenty. They're also interchangeable. What, what do you have them? A, a point or two difference from the ones in front of them. It just kind of depends how it lays. Now, their defense has been playing a lot better than their points per game would suggest, and I do recognize that. Maybe I'm a little too conservative on the Seahawks. I had them at 24 last week, which is the problem. So I moved them up four spots. And to me, that's great because they beat the Giants, who are playing pretty good football. So the way I see it is when, when you're picking a, a point and a half, two points, you know, maybe they'll jump up in the top 16 next week. It just kind of depends. I just, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not believing what I'm seeing with Geno Smith. And, and that could be the case. And their wide receiver core is just so uninspiring, you know, you have Tyler Lockup, but DK Metcalf's dealing with an injury. And what Marquise Goodwin's going to be the, the second outlet there? Uh Kenneth Walker exploding on a scene that's great. But how much is really a running back moving the needle for you? In in our business and, and in my experience, not a whole lot. Maybe that's why I'm I'm probably just a little too conservative moving them up my rankings.
1: Steven, Matt, I look at this and yeah, say that the, ahead, the market the the market might actually be you know, the, the market might actually be arguing with you and I, right? Because if we look right now, the Seahawks are a two-point dog to the Cardinals on the road. If we're giving home po- – you know, if we're giving home field advantage – Yeah, the market's point- with Brett at the moment, it yeah, seems. Yeah, like if 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 the – you know, if we're given, what, a point and a half, maybe two points these days for home field, that would be about maximum. Then on a neutral, that has the Cardinals as a better team, you know, than, than, than we're Matt, looking at here with the, That's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. Come on,
0: that's crazy at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like the market's telling us that Gibbons, I'm sorry, you're insane. The the
1: Seahawks are <laughs> good. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I do look at it from the standpoint whenever I have them, you know, like I've got them 11, uh, you know, DK, my handicap this past week and I played the giants and uh, you know, I lose, but, um, you know, my handicap this past week was we were, it was reported that the DK Metcalf injury was a multi-week injury. Not only did the guy play, he ran around on like every single drop back <laughs> in the game and had a massive impact on the game. So it was like half of my handicap out the window right out of the gate. And then two, I mean, listen, I do have to, uh, we, we do have to start kind of looking a little bit more in as far as recency stuff than full season stuff, especially when it comes to like the defense on Seattle, right? Like they were they were a unit that didn't have a lot of guys that had played together before and there was a lot of new pieces and there was a lot of stuff going on some young players that are having to step up and make impact and and let's just you know let's just be real the last 3 or 4 weeks they have started to play much better than they did in the first month of the season and so i have to tip my cap to that as well and listen guys yes running backs air quote running backs don't matter I think Kenneth Walker, we might be looking at a top five running back in all the NFL, and we might be looking at a top three running back in all the NFL. I think he is actually a potential game changer. Steven, if you were watching that game yesterday, this dude is kind of different when the ball is in his hands. And like, there's not a lot of running backs we say that about, but I think that he's one of those dudes, at least, you know, at least as we sit right now.
0: Well, it makes them multiple too, because you have two awesome wide receivers on the outside, and now they can still pound the rock like old our old boy Pete Carroll loves to do. Uh, but push notification
1: I mean, as we sit here, fellows, Rashad Bateman will miss a few weeks for, with a foot injury, per John Harbaugh. So, um, sounds like the same midfoot
0: Liz Frank one he was dealing yes. with before. So that's that's not great. So um, you know maybe I need to bump the Ravens down a spot or two here. But but Gibbons' final thoughts here on the Seahawks because. Matt's right. The market does currently agree with you. Gun to your head right now, are you betting the Cardinals minus two and a half this week? Because I certainly am not.
2: No, I have the Cardinals below the Seahawks in my power rankings.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. You just you're not there with the Seahawks against the rest of the league, but uh fair enough on that point. Uh let, let's move forward here to another team that you have a lot higher than the rest of us, Brett, and that is the Atlanta Falcons. You have
1: them This one is insanity. This one is crazy. (laughs) Like this one is full on insane. I thought maybe I thought maybe you accidentally pushed a one when you meant to push a two or something like what? Like explain yourself.
0: Yeah, fourteenth for the Falcons. I have a nineteen, and then we have mid twenties for the rest of us.
2: The disrespect on the NFC South leading Atlanta Falcons right now is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's a more of a testament to the NFC South as a whole than it is to the Falcons. But the Falcons are a top 10 rushing team in the, in the NFL right now. I watched them on my Browns, run 15 plays in a row on the ground for 149 yards. Yeah, Marcus Mariota can't really move the ball that much through the air, but they haven't really needed to. They're taking care of business against the teams that they need to take care of business against. They beat the Browns. They beat the Seahawks, who we were just arguing is, you know, way up there. And that win was on the road. Uh, Did not hang with the Bengals. So I understand that when they play explosive offenses, they're going to fall behind. And they're not a team that plays well from behind. But I just keep seeing them win games and actually get a lot better as the season's been going on. So when I look at it, some teams that I have ranked just below them, the Patriots, quarterback, disaster. I don't want anything to do with the Patriots. The Rams, maybe playing the most underwhelming football besides the Buccaneers, who I also have behind the Falcons at this point just because the of how Rams each are playing suck. at this time. The Rams do And so suck. do the Buccaneers. So yeah. by by, kind of... Pro, it's more a product of the teams that fall behind them than it really is the Falcons themselves. It's just I cannot bring myself to rank the Buccaneers, the Rams, the Browns, the Jets in this state, the Raiders, the car. I can't rank these guys in the top half of the league. So Man. by default, the,
0: the Falcons rise. Matt, on one hand, he's making good points because if you look at EPA, the Rams offense is a train wreck. The Buccaneers have offensive line issues, and now they're banged up on defense, too. On the other hand, it's the Falcons.
2: Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Well,
1: yeah, but I it's mean, the
2: Seahawks. We just made it. We, they were supposed to be the first overall pick at the beginning of the year. Unfortunately, the, the priors on the Falcons are so strong. like They can't be good. Well, they're winning games and leading their division right now.
1: If we, I think if we look, though, I mean, here's the, the problem with the Falcons is it's all, I mean, it's all smoke and mirrors, right? I mean, like, would you have them 14th if the if the extra point got made yesterday? I mean, like, that's the difference, right? I mean, like, it was a, DJ Moore pulls his helmet off, which, you know, questionable whether he was actually on the field to play or not, ends up being a 47-yard extra point. Then a 33-yard miss field goal that would have won the game as well. I mean, I mean like, they, the, I just, it's, it's hard for me to to sit here and say, like, yeah, I mean, they just keep winning games when it was like, you know, we're looking at a team here that needed you have the Panthers twenty sixth in your in your rankings right now, and literally the Panthers had the game won twice. And so (laughs) I I mean it's it's just it's it's hard for me to get there. And they're such a one dimensional team. Like they can't pass the ball at all. Like if they get down ten points, game's over. Like it's game it's sure like it is completely game over. And so Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still, if we're talking favored on a neutral, absolutely still, still picking the Bucks. still picking the Rams, still picking a bunch of these, you know, other teams uh, ahead of them for sure. And would it shock you, Matt, if you
0: lost that bet at this point with the way the NFL has gone, like, that's, what's crazy. All these teams in the middle here are just who knows which version of them we're going to get any given week.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's certainly not going to surprise me if I lost that. But, I mean, the exercise, right, is us ranking these teams based off off of who would be favored on a neutral field, right? And, like, let's just be honest. I mean, the Cardinals... And the Seahawks. Let's let's clarify here: the exercise is not who we think would actually
0: be favored on a neutral; it's who we personally would favor on a neutral.
1: Well, sure, but I mean, are we really saying the? I I mean, you know, truth serum, Brett.
0: I mean, I think I think Gibbons would have a line out the door at his sports book with this power (laughs) ranking, but I'm 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 just saying that's the exercise.
1: Yeah, I mean, truth serum, like you know, on a neutral to tomorrow, if we were playing this game it, Cowboys stadium and it was Seahawks and Falcons or it was Rams and Falcons or if it was Cardinals and Falcons or any stuff like that your your sports book the the book of the book of Brett would have uh, would have the Falcons favored in that game against all three of those teams Cardinals yes the Cardinals are playing horrible football
2: they they are. Their defense is one of the worst in the NFL. I agree with that. I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray. I, I would seriously, honest to God, favor the Falcons over the Cardinals. And if people want to line up and place those bets, my sports book would be open in business <laughs> in other words. Well, we... I love it. I love it. All right, guys, uh, I'm looking at the rankings
0: here. Any Matt, any other team you want to touch on here that, that you want to talk about? I still think I'll, I'll tell you the one team that I just want to emphasize here because I'm lower on them than the rest of you. The rest of you have them between 13 and 15. I have the Tennessee Titans 20th. I don't give a damn what they did to the Houston Texans last week, only having to throw 10 passes with Malik Willis. This team sucks. They have five wins, and I don't care. They are the most unimpressive five wins of anybody this entire season, and they're going to play some actual good teams here in the next couple weeks, and they're going to get their doors kicked in. So tell me I'm wrong about the Titans and why you guys keep moving them up into the edge of like playoff territory here because I'm not again this is not like are they going to win their division this is like are they actually one of the top half teams in the league and I think absolutely they are not.
1: Well, I mean look, they stop the run and they get pressure on the quarterback and like, you know, that's half of that's, you know, that's half of the game on the defensive side of the ball. And so, you know, if you can take that away from other teams and you force them into pass funnels and things like that, while you can also get pressure on the quarterback, you can put your defense in some advantageous situations. And so, I mean, look, we've talked about this. Once you get past eight, it's, it's very, very difficult in all that. And so, you know, you just kind of have to go towards, okay, there's at least a good part of this team which is their run defense they do get pressure on the quarterback so they have a pass rush and they've got a they got a really good you know they got derrick henry i mean like so there's i i'm not sitting here and like beat the drum that they're that much better than the teams that i have below them because you know are they that much better than the saints or patriots or any of these Cardinals, the cardinal whoever in the hell else rams uh, you know no, no they're worse in my opinion you know, they're worse <laughs> they're 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 not but i mean like you know again any of those – and, Brett, I'm, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth here, but I think any of these kind of like 14, 15, 16, 17, uh, you know, like anything like 12 to 18-ish, 12 to 20-ish, sure. If you want to put them in a hat and pull them out and put them in order that way, I would almost be okay with it.
2: Yeah, I agree with Matt. And also, Stephen, I have the Titans 13th, but they're 7th in the AFC. That would put them in the very last spot in the playoffs. Now I know that they're probably going to win the AFC South and be the four seed, but then you're looking at the you know wild card teams like the Chargers, the Bengals, or the Ravens, whichever one you choose. There, all of those teams are going to beat the Titans, and that's why I have them ranked higher in my power ratings. But when you think about it, the Titans are a fringe playoff team in the AFC. They're going to be. They're going to continue to be as long as they're coached by Mike Vrabel, they're and and have the defense they do. They're they're going to continue to just be a team that sticks around. You're gonna pick the Patriots over them, the Jets. Yep. The, not the, the Raiders. Zach Wilson's a train wreck.
0: Yeah, I'll tell You're you what. Out I, AFC I the teams. Falcons. Here, here's some notable teams I had have have slightly ahead of them: the Falcons, the Jaguars, which I'm on an island there. I get that. I'm not quitting on the Jaguars yet. The Giants,
1: the Cardinals. Dude, that is egregious. The Jags, like the Jags, are one of the six worst teams in all the NFL. Like, like that is that is egregious to have them at 18. Like uh, full on egregious in your on your part, like you can sit here and and say you want to cl- clutch clutch your priors or whatever, but like we're we're in week eight, bro. Like at some point your your priors got to go out the window. I I just they're top ten in the league
0: in yards per play. Their defense has talent. I just think that they need to figure out the red zone and they're going to be beating teams. They were one play away from beating the Colts two weeks ago after beating them in yards per play as well. They just can't figure out the last 10 minutes of these games, but I still think they're good. I think they are one of the most when I say good, I think they're a top. I think they're not a bottom 10 team in the NFL, despite what their record says. I think they just haven't figured out how to finish games yet because the underlying metrics tell us that they're not as bad as, we, as their record indicates. That's well,
1: what I'm saying. Well, I can tell you this. They're 2-6, and six and they're about to be 2-9 and nine because they're going to lose to the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Ravens. So the next win they might get, if you want to continue to put a 2-9 and nine team in the top 18 in the league, I guess you can, but they're, they're about to be 2-9. and nine.
0: Well, stay tuned for the Megapod because Steven Andrus may be taking the points on Jacksonville for the next three weeks here. Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll figure this out and, and see. So um, any other final thoughts here, guys, before we close up? Any team you want to just mention that, that you think is, is well, interesting? Uh,
1: the other thing that's just I think is is very, you know, as we as we talk about here, like as much as we joke that anything in the middle is kind of up for grabs, I think one thing we can say. There is a solid – There is a solid top seven or eight that we all feel fairly comfortable with. There is a solid bottom five or six that we all feel comfortable with. And there's a middle, but like, we know who the worst teams are for sure. We know who the best teams are for sure. We know who at least the somewhat contender teams are for sure. Like the best teams, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, without a doubt, very easily. That next tier of of Niners, Ravens, Vikings, Bengals, I think we could all envision a a spot where it's not out of the realm of possibility that any of those teams makes a run and any of those teams actually, you know, does something in the playoffs. Outside of that, there's this gigantic wad in the middle, and then we get down to the Lions, Bears, Steelers, Texans, Colts. Like, you know who the bottom five, six teams are. You know who the top kind of six, seven teams are, and then it's basically everybody else.
0: Givens, anything else you'd like to say before we, uh, before we close up?
2: Yeah, I I echo what Matt's saying. I think I would add another kind of fringe tier in there with the Cowboys, Chargers, Dolphins. I'd even still probably throw the Packers in there just given their history of, you know, who's on that team. Um, Yeah, other than that, I mean, 12 to 24, 25 is a mess.
0: I just have one last question for Brett. I would like to wager on the Seahawks this week, but I would like to not have to pay the juice at the sports book. Can I just bet you straight up and take the points and not have to pay the juice?
2: pizza or whiskey <laughs> betting coming huh
0: <laughs> maybe yeah we like to do whiskey bets in, with the crew here we got some season-long bets on the whiskey hopefully uh i need Bengals over over ravens to get me a new bottle of whiskey compliments of eli and mo so should be good
1: well you got right, that, it's, one. that, that one's in the back buddy you don't have to you don't have to worry about that like, oh good because yeah. there's a
0: brand new uh breeder's cup version of maker's mark i got my eye on so good good I'll, they're, they're, I'll you, you don't have bill. to
1: worry about that one that one is getting uh That one's getting cash for sure. I think the last thing I'll end with here is teams that I'm looking to pick on basically for the rest of the season if the line is favorable. Like, I'm going to pick on the Jets anytime I can. Like, anytime the line is too short on the Jets, Zach Wilson is absolutely atrocious. And, like, I'm going to pick on the Jets any chance that I possibly can pick on them. I'm also going after the Colts as well. I think Frank Reich is, I think he's like a bad coach now, guys. Like I, I think that he is making horrible, horrible decisions. I think that this team is a fade moving forward. If I can find favorable lines against the Colts, I'm going to do that as much as humanly possible as well. And then uh, obviously anytime the Lions, for whatever reason, kind of get, get overvalued, I'm going to be coming in against the Lions as well. It is a bad coach team, likable guy, not a good coach. Defense is terrible can't do anything to stop other teams from scoring so there there are some teams that I'm looking to kind of pick on that's for sure I, I can't echo
0: the wait colts for...
1: what's that on what's that brett
2: i I echo the Colts sentiment. I will pick against the Colts. We talked about it briefly earlier against Patriots minus six under i will I will bet against Colts for the rest of the season they're They're a train wreck they've given up they they have told me with with benching Matt Ryan for the rest of the season they've told me they're giving up so i'm going to I'm going to fade the teams that give up
0: I can't wait for Friday to give. Matt, you, and Adam, crap for already jumping off the Sam Ellinger train after one week, and now you're getting them as a six-point dog. I cannot wait for Friday. It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for coming. It's less
1: Sam Ellinger and everything else. Yeah, it's
0: fair. That's fair. Matt's got the Sam Ellinger Ellinger statue ordered. We're ready to go. Good stuff, guys. I think this is actually helpful for people to kind of figure out the state of the league and the spreads for for week nine. So um yeah, Seahawks money line is probably going to be a bet for me this week. I'm curious to see if that line stays as is, or we get some some more market opinion in here on the Seattle Seahawks. So keep an eye out for that. Thanks for wa- or thanks for watching. It's habit. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Enjoy the enjoy week nine and best of luck with your bets.